You are listening to Open Mic Spotlight with Heatherly Holt. Open Mic Spotlight is a weekly podcast featuring intimate conversations and performances with musicians and artists from Chattanooga and the surrounding areas. Take a closer look at all the wonderful talent and culture the Chattanooga music scene has to offer. Open Mic Spotlight is currently looking for future episode sponsors. Sponsorship benefits include spoken ads on episodes and logos and written ads on iTunes and social media. All funds go directly to the production and marketing of each episode. If you would like to sponsor or hear more details, please contact me at Heather Lee Holt at openmicspotlight.com. H-E-A-T-H-E-R-L-E-I-G-H-H-O-L-T at openmicspotlight.com. Welcome to another episode of Open Mic Spotlight. I am your host, Heather Lee Holt, and today we have a special guest from Atlanta. Hi, guys. My name is Hannah Murphy. (laughs) I met Hannah at the open mic in Atlanta called Eddie's Attic. From what I remember, I got there and like Hannah was sitting on the couch and practicing through her songs. Then she came up and sat next to me. I was like, this girl is so sweet, you know, not expecting her to go up there and just kill it. And she did. And then she won the whole night. (laughs) And it was amazing. Yeah, you asked me to watch your drink. I was like, I got you. Oh, yeah, I did. My comeback with half of it gone, but (laughs) I got you. And you gave me a sticker. I still have your sticker. Oh, yeah. (laughs) The cute little Heatherly Bluebird. Why don't you talk about that night a little bit? Oh, that was a crazy night. I'd wanted to play Eddie's Attic for probably four years. Like, I moved up to Atlanta when I was about 15, and I was like, one day I'm going to play at Eddie's Attic. And one day it just possessed me to call. I was like, oh, I'm finally going to do it. And the conversation was over in like two seconds. I remember that day I didn't eat. I was so scared. I was like, what am I going to wear? What am I going to do? I showed up. I was like, what am I going to play? You know, procrastinating, as you do. It was really cool, and I met a lot of musicians, and uh, the photography was there with such a sweetheart. Took some really cool shots of me practicing, and I was, like, terrified, but mostly excited, and I got up and rambled a little. The guy who hosts the open mic, who I adore, was like, okay, come on, let's get this over with. And I was like, oh, okay, time to go, and I did it. It was so nice to play in an environment where people were actually listening. And that's why that place is so special. They don't let you talk. If you're talking, they will kick you out, which is amazing. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the shushes made me feel really good, actually. And you got up there, and you didn't look nervous at all. Your performance level is super high for... 19. It's crazy. And on that note, let's play a song. Let's do an original. All right. What are you going to play for us? This is a song called Let Go, and it was a song I wrote really shortly after recording an EP in Nashville about two years ago. It was just one of my happier songs, and it just kind of flowed, which was a really good feeling. Self-control and I 
feel too small to fight So I play your games and I smile through it all Take everything that I have and build it with a wall I wanna breathe deeper, I wanna feel better I thought that when you came around that you could make it easier and I saw a shooting star and got lucky enough to see him Then he disappeared into the night And took all my dreams with him Oh, I Wanna clap my hands and sing out loud Just dance around Let's drive until we hit something cool I want to feel new And I want to feel alive Please take me flying Cause I want to feel high Pretty. Thank you.
amazingly good. <laughs> Thank you so much. No, that's a that's a sweet song, you know. Yeah. Just kind of just kind of wrote it, and I was like, you know what? I need I need some happier tunes. When did you start writing? Well, I picked up the guitar when I was thirteen, and it was just one of those things where it was my whole world. Like I had this big gap of time where luckily I could focus on everything. And I mean, once the guitar playing picked up, it was like songwriting followed shortly after. So I guess about like six years now. Did your parents have the guitar or? The guitar I learned on was a 24 Santa Cruz little parlor guitar. So it was perfect because I'm teeny tiny. Mm -hmm. And it was just this tiny little body guitar and it had a really thin neck on it. My dad had actually come to visit me when I was about six and he had left it on accident. Crazy man. This is a beautiful guitar, by the way. I was super lucky, um, and then we moved a few times, and a few like few years went by, and I just decided one summer I wanted to pick it up, because we didn't really have internet. See how productive you are when you don't have internet? I just had a guitar, Harry Potter books, and a Mel Bay book, and that was my whole summer. And then it was just something I never wanted to not do. Yeah. And have you been singing forever? You know, I used to get really frustrated when I was younger, because I loved to sing. You know, my mom had a beautiful voice, but I didn't feel like I was a good singer because I couldn't sing just like everyone on the radio. Which, come to find out, they couldn't really sing like that either. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I did, like, choir and middle school chorus. And, but it wasn't really until I started tailoring music to my voice and being able to, like, put a creative spin on it where I was like, wow, like, this is something I feel like I was meant to do. So, What are you doing in Atlanta right now? Right now, I'm just kind of working to work I'm getting you know in the process of setting up my first like home studio I'm so excited so you went to high school in Marietta I did it's a great school system what school Wheeler High School okay I'm a Wheeler Wildcat no they were amazing and were also super proud of me and like my music that was a characteristic that I was defined by in high school and that was a really cool characteristic to be defined by so you know so did you do like the talent shows and stuff like that I did the talent shows I was in chorus, which was my life. I was a super chorus nerd, along with all my best friends in high school. My chorus teacher taught me so much about singing. I never took lessons, you know, on the guitar or on vocals. It was just kind of singing with my mom in the kitchen, so it was nice to go in and have someone who really cared about how I sang and, you know, how I took care of my voice. And I was just surrounded by such a great environment and a very supportive environment. Yeah, it's beautiful. Let's do a cover. What are you going to play? I'm going to sing a song by Jason Isbell. I love him. He is precious. The song's called Cover Me Up. It's beautiful. Heart on the run Leaves a hand on the gun Can't trust anyone
I love Jason as well. He's fantastic. He's pretty stellar. Who else do you like? I know you like First Aid Kit. I love First Aid Kit. Uh, Fleetwood Mac, huge inspiration. Paul Simon. Uh, Joni Mitchell. I guess more modern music. Like, I love um, Fleet Foxes. It's really beautiful. I just, I really just started listening to them. And they're such a beautiful representation of folk music. It's really nice. Is there anyone that you kind of look up to for songwriting reasons? I honestly took a lot of my writing inspiration definitely from like Joni Mitchell maybe not so much lyrically but just like the way I deliver the melody and choosing times to be soft and really associating that with the feeling that I put into my music well why don't we play one of those songs this is really not about a person that broke my heart but people that I had met and listened to their stories you know, throughout my, because I mean, I was 13 when I got my first gig in a bar. I mean, I was literally in the corner of like this dive bar 
which I'm so grateful to me that they paid me $75 to play for four hours. But as a 13-year-old, you know, I was like, money! But, you know, you meet characters, you know, especially being from Albany. Like, Albany's such a quirky town. I love, I love Albany. Um, But, you know, people... People, are, they're real, and they, they lead some real sad lives, and, you know, all they want is someone to relate to and listen to them. So the song's kind of for them. The song's called The Bar Song. I wrote it the night before my very first finale of a singer-songwriter competition. It was Top of the Tap back in 2014, and I had gone to the finale, and I was up against Chelsea Shag, and she's amazing. I have such a girl crush on her. She's fantastic and very inspiring and a very good friend. Um, but I was like... I don't have anything else that I can play. And so I just jotted this down, and I was like, oh, that'll do. And, you know, I ended up coming first runner-up, but it was still, like, such a good experience to be that young. So this is the bar song. Wrapped 
so much i remember you playing that at eddie's i didn't know how the vibe would be at eddie's i played two very soft songs i didn't know if because my tunes weren't something that you could get up and clap to if like the crowd would really take to it but i was wrong (laughs) all those listening rooms were so special because it was like you could just go up there and have fun and people would listen to you yeah you can hear a pin drop in those rooms especially when a singer like you is up there (laughs) I'm secretly like, oh, God, don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. So you have a sold-out show coming up. Mm, Yeah. You want to talk about it? (laughs) I'd love to. I was asked to open up for my good friend, Alex Catherine. He's amazing. He's in the American Family Insurance commercial, but he's also, like, just an amazing musician in general. Great guy. And then playing alongside Jack Rivers Band. They're outstanding musicians as well, and... They asked me to open up with an acoustic set, and, you know, I thought Alex had butt-dialed me. It was really funny. But it's August 19th at Mad Life in Woodstock, which is just pretty far north of Atlanta. I've heard it's an incredible venue. I've never been. It's kind of like Eddie's. I'm performing at Smith's Old Bar in Atlanta, which is another really, like, famous bar, you know, multiple-level rooms, and I'm performing alongside two other acts as well. September 2nd, Labor Day weekend. Don't want to go out of town? Go see Hannah. Go see Hannah. (laughs) So where's your music? Where can people find it? Well, I have my EP on SoundCloud. It's nine songs, one cover, the rest are all mine. It's just this. It's very personal. It's just a guitar and I, you know, I had the engineer totally not put effects on it. So it's a very personal, and it was a really cool experience, too. You know, I'd never been in a studio before, but I was taking songs that I'd written years ago and finally putting them down in a studio. And then, of course, like, I'm building my own home studio now to do kind of the same thing. So there'll be lots of new music out on my SoundCloud. I really want to get into producing and shaving my sound because I'm starting to pick up things with the old stuff that I've recorded as well, things I want to add, things I want to do, things I want to be really in control of, and things that I want to be a hands-on experience because I want to be able to mix my music the way I need it to. And obviously I have an army behind me helping me. You know, So many musicians in the Atlanta area and Chattanooga (laughs) are super supportive and are sweet and are trying to teach my technologically slow brain to do what I need to do. Well, you're so (laughs) so young, and the fact that you're already learning it, 
It gives me chill bumps. And everyone is so supportive because you're so talented. It's very sweet. I have some really crazy, crazy, fantastic people in my life. You want to do an original? I would love to do an original. What you gonna play? This is the other one I played at Eddie's. My very sweet slash sad song. It's precious sweet and... I wish I'd written it about a better person, though. <laughs> uh, I finished this song in the studio when I went up to Nashville. I had just been broken up with in a horrible way. And, you know, I was super happy because it was a great song. I started it while we were dating and finished it after we broke up. So I just kind of went in the studio and poured my feelings out. They didn't touch it. There was no click track. I mean, it was just like, let her do her thing. It was a very natural song. It just kind of ebbed and flowed in the moment, and that's why it's super special. And it's called Hold You In My Arms. Always find a way 
I do anything that say you stay just so I can hold you my arms yeah. stunning it's sweet it's a sweet little it's a sweet song you yeah. know it's obviously like super emotional for me. You play something beautiful and then you're just healing yourself. Like every single time you're going to And then it the eventually becomes about someone else and then it heals oh, you. Oh, again. I've definitely been, I've, <laughs> unfortunately, I have done the whole, oh yeah, that was totally about you. <laughs> it's like regifting. Yeah. So I think we should talk about that. This year was your first Bonnaroo. Oh yeah. It was my first music festival. And even though, obviously, I, I'm a huge music lover, I haven't gone to that many massive concerts this year i went all out i went to bonnery with some friends and oh my god what an inspiring like you know the whole time you're looking at that like that's that's what i do that's what i want to do it's giving me this feeling and it's like i hope that one day i give a mass amount of people the same feeling that i'm feeling the peppers were amazing they were on my bucket list i thought i was gonna like die before i got to see them and they were there and then like u2 was really inspiring i wasn't a huge u2 follower but the way they performed was so special because they emitted that kind of dynamic emotion that i that i really had been starting to want to represent you know i would love to get a band where i can just vibe and groove and you know be best friends with them and i would love to have someone like be by my side when i'm trying to put out what I want to put out and actually Cam she has a song on the radio called Burning House and it's beautiful I was by myself I just left my friends I just wanted to go in a center it was hot it was like the hottest day I think it was Sunday and I was like front row for her show and even though there weren't that many people watching because it literally was hot I was sweating I felt like my eyes were sweating I was watching her just be up there with her band and she was just seamless and perfect and confident in everything she was doing and of course she's a country artist so she didn't have a big band it was just perfect and that was really inspiring watching her as a female be up there in jeans and tennis shoes and playing country music that she had written and having a blast she really was just having so much fun even though it was like 100 degrees outside. Maybe, you know, one day I'll, I'll play Bonnaroo. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, another band that really stuck out to me was Walden. Was the first band I watched at Bonnaroo, and they're from Athens, and they're like 21, 22. A lot of my friends know them. And I was like, how have I never heard of them before? And I was sitting there watching them like amazed. Well, let's do another song. You want to do a cover? I will do a cover. What you going to play? This was the first song I ever learned on the guitar. It's only two chords. It was the perfect song. I went out and promptly bought a Fleetwood Mac music book. Here we go.
keep my visions to myself It's only me who wants to wrap around your dreams And have you any dreams you'd like to sell? Dreams of loneliness like a heartbeat drives you mad her so much she was fantastic so i love how you have such good taste in music i've met so many amazing people just from that alone even if i was tone deaf at least i have good taste in music i mom and dad did such a good job my parents were separated but they still managed to equally yeah and if your dad played guitar i'm sure he introduced you to soon he introduced me to a lot of jazz and classical music, like the appreciation for classical music. You know, it's like, I remember I got super into 80s hairband rock in like middle school. Like I discovered Journey's greatest hits. And with that came like Skid Row and Bon Jovi Obsession. And of course, like ACDC. And I was like, dad, I'm gonna be a rock and roll jet. You know, I wanted to be Joan Jett. And he was like, but, but like Nina Simone. And I was like, I love Nina Simone. I wanna be Nina Simone too. Like, why can't I be both? So it was just funny to see, like, the way we've clashed and, like, my mom just had really good taste in lullabies, I swear. It was J all James Taylor and Ella Fitzgerald and Joni Mitchell. And have you ever seen the movie Practical Magic? That soundtrack, Stevie, Joni, like, Nick Drake, all of the people that, you know, have really inspired me, like, in that movie. It's great. It's a good one. <laughs> 
So on every episode, I ask the guests to give some kind of advice to people coming up or people already in it or advice to anyone. I think the best advice that I've tried to remind myself of and others is, you know, stay humble and never stop trying to be better than what you already are. There is always room for improvement. You are always going to not have that perfect show. But the fact that you know it wasn't a perfect show makes you strive to be better and just love it, you know? Like, love it for what it is. And, you know, the fact that if you really feel like you were born to do this, don't let it bring you down, let it lift you up. I don't know, something like that. Well, let's go ahead and play your last song. And this will be another original. And what are you going to play? This song was the new one that I told you I was going to kind of experiment with. I've only played it in public once, and it's a really emotional song for me to write. It's really heavy. It goes back to what I said, you know, sometimes we write songs and we're like, man, sometimes I I hate having all my emotions like put out there and spread out. And this is one of them. This one was really hard to write. It was a kind of about what it's like to be on the other side of addiction and what it's like to love someone that can't love themselves and has to resort and other vices and things that you can't control. It's about really like relinquishing that control and learning to deal with it and rule with it the best you can while trying to not feel totally abandoned and like it's really deep and I can't wait I'm probably gonna play it at Eddie's in November for the shootout you know because it just really came out of nowhere but it came from somewhere really deep deep down um it doesn't really have a name yet Coast in the good life city. You 
got a baby girl and she plays real pretty And you wouldn't know when she looks like you When she plays and loves the music you for being on today no thank you for having me this has been so much fun thank you so much no thank you guys if you enjoyed listening to this podcast please leave a rating or review we love feedback also please subscribe on the itunes podcast app or at www.openmicspotlight.com